It is uh, 10 past 1 and uh, a song with these features. Every feature has a song that is specific to the topic. Alaska, accused number 1.
South Africa, I hope you are as concerned as I am. You wake up uh, one day and uh, headlines, uh, prison break. 15 or 16 individuals? 16. 16 individuals break out. You ask yourself, where are the police? You ask yourself, what went wrong in the system? Correctional services, um, every unit is allocated. Uh, individuals who get paid every day, their duty is simply uh, to guard prisoners. So as a guard, where are you when this happens? Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Ndate Andy Bashail, um, former chairman of the Gauteng Police Board and also global ambassador um, for Interpol's uh, 10 back crime campaign. Uh, quite befitting that we're looking at these 16 individuals. In actual fact, when we end the show, I'm going to give you the names and, and uh, a number to dial when you see them. Welcome. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be on this heavyweight uh, champion show of the lunchtime. And we hope that all other shows are going to follow the lead of this heavyweight champion of lunchtime drive shows. Jonga, lunch will never be the same again. Yes. And that is a fact. Yo, that the end. I mean, when we hear that 16 people broke out of prison, um, as South Africans, surely we are concerned. What do we do? Criselda, there are two centers of power mm-hmm. um, in that institution. Yeah. Um, you have the official center of power with management, and you have the center of power um, ran by people, ran by inmates. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and all these in, inmates have a massive power in terms of who they interact with between where they are and the outside world. And that suggests to me, data that I have looked at says there is no such thing as breaking <laughs> out of prison yeah. unless and until someone There's else facilitated is facilitated escape. Yes. Chriselda, let's also excite you and the listeners by saying you can run out of Colgate at the prisons, out of food and out of almost everything that um, government officials can provide. But you don't run out of drugs. How does that happen? Yo. When the police, this data is gathered from when the police and all critical stakeholders in policing go to raid uh, prisons all, all over our country, given the last um, op- uh, Operation Fiela, mm-hmm. um, drugs were found in, in, in jail, cell phones were found in jail. How do they get in the cells, in those cells, mm-hmm. in those prisons? So this suggests one thing to me. Um, This suggests that there are people who have turned this into a very serious enterprise, a lucrative syndicate, very powerful, very corruptive, and very dangerous. So you're suggesting that indeed that someone got paid, and this was a job? Um, From the data that I've organized, from the data that I've seen, from the interactions, the people who are uh, ex-convicts, what they tell me and what they teach me is, yes, we do pay people to make sure that drugs come in and many other of those things happen. So when I take that data that I have collected and superimpose it on this situation, you only realize that I 16 out of Sun City. Mm. I just, I no, no, no. And Sun City is one of those high um, security, high intense um, um, prisons for for something like this to just happen. And we are told that a large scale of manhunt operation is underway. Should this be comforting? This if the system is the one that let them go, 
this should be worrying from a policing point of view, um, changing the direction of their resources, your resource allocation, your policing men on the ground and their resources changed, uh, changing focus and direction to, to, to the large uh, manhunt or the massive manhunt, manhunt that is ongoing now, when some people might have facilitated that those 16 individuals get uh, to see the light of day illegally and unlawfully so. One, uh, one of the concerning issues as well is that most of these prisoners we are waiting um, trial prisoners. And, and what, what then concerns me is uh, when we have individuals who wait for almost seven years waiting for trial, yeah, what is to, wrong with the system? We need to check up our system. Um, of me and you were discussing very briefly, we need to look at the mirror. What do I see? What do we see? What does our country see from a, a policing point of view, from a rehabilitation point of view, from an investigation point of view? What kind of image do we see on the mirror? Do we like that image? If no, let's change it. If yes, a large number of people out there do not want to see that picture where 16 inmates escape from jail and, and they are dangerous and I have, I have learned of the categories that are very worrisome and troublesome to my spirit and to my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be speaking to a representative of the police um, a little later. Uh, but, you know, it's all good and well to look at the system, the correctional services um, and, and find fault. The unfortunate reality is these people are members of our community. These are brothers, our boyfriends, our husbands. What is the responsibility that comes with being a citizen of this country and, and not embracing crime? Chriselda, I used to mobilize uh, the 13 million people of this province with the 30,000 police officers in this province in Gauteng. Our responsibility as the 18 million supporting the 30,000 from a safety and security point of view mm-hmm. is to, one, ensure that those who commit crime are incarcerated and they stay there. The second thing, it is our responsibility as communities when we know that there is a corrupt individual in the system mm-hmm. to bring that individual um, to the authorities, to the knowledge of the authorities, be them uh, correctional services authorities, be them police, be them other institutions that will ensure that those who are corrupting the system and con- contaminating the systems are extricated and crushed out of the system. Let's quickly say, um, um, Criselda, it is not the whole correctional services uh, that would be corrupt in quotes in this instance. Mm-hmm. It would be an individual. When I listened to uh, my brother, the spokesperson yesterday on radio, investigations are ongoing. It mm-hmm. suggests that it is not the organization that said, 16 of you, go. It might be a few individuals, and they must be discovered. They must, they must serve the time. They must feel the pain. They must be put where they're supposed to because they are no different from those individuals who have, been, uh, who have committed crime because they have also committed crime if it is found that an individual or a group of individuals are found to be responsible. What concerns me as well is uh, when the list came out, seven are accused of murder, seven, uh, four are accused of robbery, one of housebreaking, one on, of armed robbery, three are rapists, and, and the case numbers are also available um, for those who would like to have them. Uh, these are criminals. You can tell from the accusations, even though some of them have not been 
tested in a court of law. The accusations are very serious. Uh, I haven't checked their background to check if uh, they have previous criminal records. These are previous records. If these are previous records, it suggests that these are hardcore criminals. If they meet a police officer or Criselda along the way and they want to carry on with their lives, it means, one, there's a possibility that they're going to continue uh, with their behavior. Two, it means that they will not have mercy because they would know that you are a witness and you are going to press the alarm or blow the whistle. So we have a very serious uh, challenge to deal with as communities. Mm. They are boyfriends to someone else. I challenge the, the girlfriends uh, to blow the whistle. Mothers, if those are your, uh, your children, if one of them are your children, it is your responsibility as a mother. Father, uncles, make sure that you save our country from um, more acts of wanton violence that might be unleashed by those individuals. All right, let's take your calls on 0891-104-207 and also welcome your SMSs 40938, SMSs charged at 150. And uh, we are going to be joined by Singaba uh, Kongumalo, who's national spokesperson um, for the Department of Correctional Services. Um, yeah. Call Criselda now. 0891-104-207. One to three PM weekdays, Criselda on SAFM. It's 23 minutes past one, and uh, this is Lunchtime Live with Chris Alda Dudumash, and uh, uh, we're taking your calls right now as uh, we ask a pertinent question that how secure are South African prisons? How does it happen that uh, uh, 16 prisoners would just break? And, and um, they are back into society. And if uh, indeed, uh, as, a, as a person who's in a community, these are your relatives, your friends, what then becomes your responsibility? With me in studio is Ndate Endi Mashaili, who is a former chairperson uh, of the Gauteng Police Board and also global ambassador uh, for Interpol, a turnback crime campaign. What does turnback crime uh, campaign do? Ten, ten back crime is about um, creating awareness with regard to very serious crimes, human trafficking. Uh, we have what you call food crime, uh, Criselda, um, cyber crime, um, organ harvesting, and general little small forms of crime that depends upon me buying counterfeit goods, counterfeit uh, alcohol, counterfeit whiskey, counterfeit uh, DVDs, and generally fake goods, counterfeit goods. All right, uh, as we take your messages, um, Ed King Damane says this is a no-brainer. Even a great arcade uh, sees this as an inside job. Some officials uh, from these departments are involved in this prison break story. 16 prisoners, question mark. 16, and you mean to tell me that they didn't get any help uh, from the guards. And that's exactly what it is that we're trying to figure out. That's what we're trying to find out as we have this conversation. All right, let's take your calls, 0891. Uh, 104-207 and uh, Singaba is busy with another interview we keep getting um, messages that in a minute in a minute hoping that he will join us as uh, we just get answers uh, from the police alright is he is he on the line now alright Singabako Ngumalo who is the national spokesperson of the Department of Correctional Services thank you so much for joining us alone hi Professor how are you very concerned, my brother, and I'm sure you are too. Uh, very concerned, uh, but allow me to apologize for earlier incident. 
was locked in another engagement. Yeah, we tried. Um, but we're yes. glad that you were able to join us. I mean, uh, the very first question would be, how did this happen? What have you um, figured out thus far? Hey, what we've been saying since yesterday is what we got from the preliminary investigation report, where um, a total of 16 remand detainees escaped from Johannesburg Correctional Center. And uh, in that report, it does indicate that uh, they broke the window, broke the iron bars, managed to access the pipe shaft, uh, went, um, used it, and then they broke a hole in the wall, and then escaped from the fence. So that, you know, will tell you that uh, this was a delicate process which uh, uh, these inmates embarked on, and it does concern us as a department, hence we had to launch an internal investigation, but also we had to call in the SAPS to also do their own investigation and open criminal cases. But um, we are hot on their hands. We are receiving a positive list. Uh, we are optimistic that we should find them and bring them back to face justice. And how prevalent are prison breaks? Uh, when we look at the stats, according to Stats SA, this had declined. Uh, what does that it, this mean to the service now? Uh, it's been declining. Um, if you check, for instance, I'll, pick, I'll just pick a few years randomly. In 1995, we had a total of 1,244 escapes. But when you check in um, 2015, 16 financial year, we only had um, 35 and 15 of those were rearrested, which then um, does indicate that, you know, the numbers have been coming down. And of course, our target is a zero rate in terms of uh, escapes from our centers. So even if it's just one, two, or five, it does concern us as a department because mm. these are people who should be in our centers up until their sentences have expired. And what do you say to people who are saying, I mean, almost every tweet says this is an inside job? Uh, we would want to speculate. We will uh, rather prefer that the investigations run their course so that at least we get to, uh, to the bottom of this, because that investigation will even bring more light. Was it just 16, or there were more people involved? Were these um, uh, inmates assisted by who? Was it, you know, internally, externally? So all those factors. So it's dangerous for us to speculate. Rather, let's do this investigation and be sure of the fact that we know exactly what happened, so that even if they are correct in the system, we then find means to, you know, to adjust um, the whole system and, and, and ensure that safety of inmates and officials in our centers is guaranteed. All right, we're going to take um, the headline news, and uh, when we come back, we take your calls. Thank you so much to those who are holding, and thanks to my guests as we unpack this issue. Uh, I mean, 16 prisoners escape. The first thing that comes to mind is, are we safe in South Africa? What is happening in our prisons? And uh, if I can just uh, humbly request uh, Singabako that uh, be mindful that any movement you make, all of us are exposed to it. When you move around, we all hear the move around. All right, uh, here's uh, the news headline. Uh, right now, uh, this is uh, Lunchtime Live, um, Lifetime Live. This confusion. <laughs> we had a workshop um, for this name uh, prior to going on air, and we're saying that we're more than just a lunch date. 
Uh, we talk about life issues, um, but the lunchtime live was already uh, a name that was uh, preferred. But uh, yeah, we'll get to it. But it is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumashe. And uh, we're having a conversation right now looking at these prison breaks. How secure is our South African prisons? And that's the question we ask. And taking your calls right now, uh, 0891-104-207. And uh, with me in studio, I have Singabako Ngumalo. Uh, actually, Singabako Ngumalo is on the line, National Spokesperson for the Department of Correctional Services. Also have uh, Ray Andy Mashaile, who is a former chairperson of the Gauteng Police Board and uh, Global Ambassador for Interpol Turn Back Crime Campaign. Let's start with um, Zugisi Engobo in the Eastern Cape. Hello and welcome. Hello, my sister. Hi, hi, Mzugisi. Hello. Welcome. You live on air. Yes, okay. Uh, first of all, that guy, Singabako, I listened to him last night. Mm. At, that guy he could not answer any question that Naya was asking. Otherwise, where I'm going? Mm. In 1997, I was arrested in Cape Town. Yeah. I was in Polsma prison. What is happening there? And even today, my brother is in prison today as I speak. The prison warders, they are working with these gangs, which is 26, 28. Drugs and cell phones. I'm talking about something that I saw. I was there in Polsma. I was, mm. I, so I stayed there for almost a year. So it's an inside job. And I, I don't know what can be done to stop it, but it, it's a chain. It's a chain of criminal stuff together with the prison warders, with, mm. with prison warders. And you know what I would hope? I would hope that, um, you know, the, the system is listening to people who have been exposed to this and, and not be in denial about it because sugarcoating it is not going to help us. Sixteen hardcore criminals are in our midst right now. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mzugisi, for, for the call. Thank you. Let's go to Soraya and Lee in Asia. Uh, hello and welcome. Good day, Chris Holder. Thank Hello. you so much for having me. Welcome. I, I, I love the idea of a lifetime life. <laughs> and, 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 and I love that. So really, the criminal justice system, we, we can look at constitutional framework work. We can look at the community. Yeah. We look at healing and participation yeah. for uh, a punitive. How do we want to deal with punitive uh, justice system, a, a system from in the family, in society? What are we doing? And, and as activists, we, we built uh, in Lanesia, I must put this in rock on record for the public. Lanesia was the first area where we said, let's concentrate on how we work with the police. Mm-hmm. And it was an uphill because then it, wa- it became um, CPF and, uh, and then it became a statutory body and we were still finding our way because there was still the resentment and antagonism working community and where police felt we were going to infringe on their responsibilities or in their space. Mm. And it, it, is, it was a hard time. We were the only functional uh, CPF when um, someone from ISS is now, can't remember his name, was sent in to come and look at it. But this is not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how we look at the justice system. And most people understand social justice in relation to economic um, rights. But when we talk about social justice, we say put aside the the social justice because that's about money. Let's look at restorative justice. Mm. Let's start 
Start but isn't discussion. it the reason why it was changed from prison to correctional services? But exactly. how much correction are we doing is, is uh, perhaps uh, the question that we need to ask. And, and from the years of following up with regard to CPFs and when I delve into some of the things when it comes to crime, because I stepped out of that space, it, 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 it tired you if you're not criminally minded and you have to work with people and the police will say to you, no, no, mama, you can't leave now. We arrested these children. You wait till one o'clock in the morning when the parents come and swear us for their children having been caught with things that are wrong. And truly speaking, that is what I saw. And it pained one to see how parents would defend their children when you say to them, just let them spend the night in the cell. You will come tomorrow morning and you will do the bail and what have you. Let them learn the lesson. Of a group of about 15 that was locked up, one parent did it. And I don't know where what is what the assistance has been, but I hope it has changed that child's life. Mm. Because sometimes... So the, the, the children... The children are, are not able... Uh, we've, we, go to, we go to court. And, and the, the justice system, the judges are tired because don't come make your children's behavior and yeah. things. Point taken, Zaria, point taken, um, because it has to start within homes as well. Charity does begin at home. We can't expect to correct what the home could not instill. Uh, let's go to Mutawung in Fosloras. Hello, Ndat. Hello, ma'am. How are you? Great. Thank you, sir. I'm alright, and uh, good afternoon to the guests. Good afternoon to you, marvelous gentlemen. Uh, we seem to have lost uh, the gentleman. I I'm, guess I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, no, we, we. Is that Matawu? No, no. All right. It seems like we have lost uh, the caller, um, but we can uh, just begin to to respond as our last um, um, impression. And Singabako, uh, everyone keeps saying that uh, you guys don't have answers, Nanga. We need. To. <laughs> uh, I'm sure if the caller were to be honest, uh, reflecting on his on the time that he spent at Poznan, he should have indicated that. Those who were doing the wrong things, now I'm referring to officials, mm. that were dealt with. You know, uh, corrective measures were taken against them. A number of, official, of, of officials, you know, have been not just suspended, even dismissed from the department for engaging in illegal activities. We even opened criminal cases against them. Mm. But what is also critical that people must know is that corrections is a societal responsibility. Mm. You, Priscilla, can also play a role. If you were to ask people on the ground how often do you visit correctional centers just to take a tour, you know, take your family. Well, wrong Go question to, to ask this too, because I do it all the time. Um, I, I contribute towards the correction, but my, my issue is uh, once the person has been imprisoned, I don't expect them to escape. Yes, it, that is a fact. Hence, even our target is that we should have zero rate in terms of escape. Hence, you know, from time to time we've got to Go to, you know, the security um, system, check, you know, how far do you go in terms of ensuring that our staff are aware of any developments happening around, you know, in, in, those, in, in, mm. in those cells. We also have to check to say how far, you know, can we utilize the technology at our disposal 
to assist us to ensure that we are able, you know, to keep the system tight. All right. And Let me a lot of the, okay. Let me get Ndate Andy to um, give his input, and would like you to um, please just get the contact numbers. Where should people contact you? Um, should they find one of these individuals or perhaps a group of them? Crystal, Babunumal Sabon. Um, we need to use technology. One, um, we have seen uh, Babu Ngumalo, uh, the, the, fin- the Finnish model uh, of prisons. Um, we have seen technology. Uh, it can be a game changer. It is also a responsibility of our communities, those with the expertise, to join hands with uh, government, public-private um, partnerships that are not necessarily money-based, uh, but based more on creating safe and secure environments and communities. Technology, technology, technology. We have cloud technologies that can be used. We have gadgets that can be uh, handed over or clipped onto the, 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 the inmates, obviously within the confines and space of human rights. It is our responsibility to refocus the subject. These people have been incarcerated, as uh, you have rightly um, pointed mm. out, Criselda. They must not escape. If it means, prof- especially when they haven't been corrected yet. Y- yes. If it means you must profile your your staff, mm. you need to do that. If it means you must continuously get security clearance for your officials, your employees, that is what you must do. Uh, one is not bashing uh, correctional services, but what is one is saying. We need to analyze the data. We need to mine what we discover, the behaviors of our employees. Banachar's Crystal, the brown one, is called the transporter. Uh, in there, that's why people, people bring in um, stuff with it. But with have you check. gentlemen spoken? Because when you are running a campaign that yeah. says turn back crime, you should be on first name basis with correctional services because you have the inside info. They even have the terminology that's used. This, this information comes yeah. from inmates, and this information is shared uh, by former inmates uh, with yeah. ourselves and with the South African police Please services. get in touch. Uh, please get in touch. Uh, there's no room for even saying, Guti, uh, you will have a look at the information. We insist that you have a conversation. Uh, please give us the, convers- uh, the contact details. Where do we find you? For those who come across these criminals and would like to report them. Okay. One, uh, I must say that uh, we do welcome uh, working with a number of institutions or people who come up with certain ideas, but yeah. we've got to interrogate it and see what it's fit for assistance. So um, in terms of um, the inmates who are still on the run, we are saying to the public out there, please don't try to, uh, to apprehend them. Rather, con- uh, go to the nearest police station mm. or call 10111 or call the department on 012-307-2000. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we hear Nalibali, uh, Shap Shap, and uh, this is our feature where we listen to our children. Um, but for now, let me just say thank you. Thank you so much uh, to both my guests, Singabako Numalo, National Spokesperson of the Department of Correctional Services. Thank you, sir. And uh, also Mr. Ndima Shaili, uh, uh, former chairman of the Gauteng Police Board. And I love active citizenry. It never escapes you. <laughs> you were once a chairman and you're still serving. Thank you so much for that. And also Global Ambassador for Interpol's uh, Turn Back Crime campaign joining us in studio and that's uh, where we live this conversation but when we come back we'll read through all your tweets and messages Lifetime Life SABC has signed a code